0: It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes,
1: yes. On a Friday, Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. The bad boys of the midday. Talking Kings, Sixers, Niners, NFL playoffs. Chris Watkins, how are you doing? By the way, we got our guy Nate. Little for you
0: Oh, yeah. Behind the glass today. Chris Watkins, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Great. Fantastic. Glad it's a Friday. Uh, yeah, we we have Monday off, so we're gonna enjoy this nice little. Weekend break we got. And then, uh, yeah, we got Kings on national TV tonight on ESPN. No Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's a chance. Or you're saying it could <laughs> or be even dicier. we setting ourselves yes, up yes. for heartbreak. Possibly. No, you possibly.
1: know, we, we played so much sound yesterday about Coach Mike Brown and how he feels like this is the most connected team that he's ever been a part of. They got a smell opportunity here. Is there a game – where they've taken advantage of a star missing. I mean, when you have <laughs> played the Pelicans, it's been no Zion, no Brandon Ingram. You haven't been able to get it done. You faced the T-Wolves without Carl Anthony Towns. Right. And you got blown out the building. You faced the Celtics. Wasn't somebody missing against the Celtics? Or were uh, they fully loaded?
0: I want to say Jason...
1: It was one of the two. I I think think it was was definitely Tatum. It was definitely Tatum because he rolled his ankle against the Warriors. Right. And you you got blown out the building. Can you take advantage? The only one I can think of, and they're not very good, the Suns without Kevin Durant, they won that game. And then they won. They beat the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. But I wouldn't count Jamal Murray the same way I count – some of these guys, like
0: a Joel Embiid. How or like quick a, you are to forget that mm-hmm. we just beat the Pistons without Cade Cunningham. Oh, that's right. And the Hornets without LaMelo Ball. You, okay? the power so through you, better, you better watch the words you're saying
1: there. Okay? And sometimes I forget that Hornets game and I promise I'll let it go. <laughs> that Brandon Miller didn't play either. Oh, the first one? The yeah, first no, one. No, no,
0: no. That's yeah. That's, that's crazy that's to me. We, but we that can, was a different yeah. team. That's a whole
1: That was a different team. Yeah. That was before. They were the most connected yep. team that coach Mike Brown <laughs> yeah. has ever played with. This is a <laughs> I different think that was time still
0: when that was the case. But...
1: <laughs> no. This is a different time. So we're going to talk about the Kings taking on the two beasts of the East. Our guy Kyle Draper just enjoying himself in Philadelphia. He deserves it as we also talk about the Niners and they lose They lose Adam Peters, their assistant GM. And what that means, not just losing that guy, but when you're successful, everything gets plucked. Yep. In every single sport. At what point are they not going to be able to to power through this, right? And you still haven't got that Super Bowl. So you're getting people plucked every single year. Even Steve Wilkes, that's not just the Chargers now. There are multiple teams interested in Steve Wilkes after one year. So that means at best... You get one more year with him and he's probably gone, assuming you play well again. So you gotta get this stuff done. And at what point is just too much taken away yeah. to where you can't continue to power through, whether it's whether it's evaluating talent, yep. the draft, things like that. So we'll get into all that. And I did want to talk about this. I've been, I don't know. I had to tell Chris, he wasn't necessarily hip to it, but <laughs> we're gonna bring this back to the oh, sports yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. So I think some of you may know about this guy, some of you may not. Keith Lee, he is a, I don't know if he's a former MMA fighter or he he still fights. Yes. yes. So he fought MMA and then just started doing food reviews. Yeah. Long story short, he started doing it on TikTok. They blew up to the point where it's called the Keith Lee's Family Food Tour. And he goes all around America and he's really changing people's lives. he's popping. He's basically a Robin Hood guy, Fieri. Yep. He, he He puts you out on blast and if he likes your spot... It could change your life. So he went to the Bay Area, okay? And I'm not going to spoil it because we're going to talk about it later. But basically, he left early. That's all I'm going to say. So we'll get into why he left early. We have some sound from his from his TikTok as to why he left early. And it's kind of sad, honestly, as we discuss Jordan Hicks uh, being signed by the Giants and the Giants having trouble signing free agents and is it the city or what's going on? We're not going to get political, but I do think it's an interesting conversation. And we got to start the bid now for Keith Lee to come back and come to Sacramento. And Keith, who were you talking to? Because he, he, it was, I I promise I'll move forward after this because we got the full thing on it. He didn't say any names, Chris, mm. because he didn't, like the he didn't anything, want them yeah. to go under. Mm. That's how bad it was. But we're gonna we'll discuss all of that. That's at 1145. Also, we have Michael Kasky blowmain writer for ESPN 97.3. He writes all things 76ers. That's at 1 p.m. And of course, we're talking about the wild card weekend. Super, super Wild Card super Weekend, wild card weekend on Peacock, of course, <laughs> sponsored by Peacock.
0: Is there a Nickelodeon game this weekend, too? Please, I need Come the slime.
1: On. Come on, I need the slime. So we're previewing 76ers, and of course, we're previewing the Bucks. Chris
0: Watkins, I mean, it's Friday. It's crazy. It's going to rain tomorrow. It's be a but let's crazy just, weekend. Let's just keep the vibes going. Keep the vibes going. Hopefully, the Kings can take advantage of the win tonight, and then, who knows, Sunday is going to be an interesting one in Milwaukee. I mean, they just... Blew the doors off of Boston the other day. I know Boston was on a back to back, but it, it could could get crazy this weekend. Who knows? Like we said, we got the uh, extended weekend too, so hopefully, gonna enjoy some uh, enjoy some life. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully get some good good football action as well this weekend. Look, looks like it should be good. I am disappointed though. I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but I, I'm really disappointed that Dolphins Chiefs game is going to be in a tundra, like just completely frozen. Yeah, because those are the Two most high-powered offenses potentially in this playoffs. And uh to have them just kind of playing in mud a bit is a little bit of a letdown. You know, it's a good point. And you can talk to some... I guess some, that's an assumption, too. It's
1: going to be bad. Yeah. Right? And you can talk to some OGs, and they'll tell you that's what's great about sure. the sport That's of what football, makes football football. Right? That's what right. makes football football. Playing
0: in the mud, playing in the rain, playing in but the snow. But is it... Is it? No, that's this, like 1960s. This football. isn't the turkey
1: bowl with your cousins yep. that you know you have a vendetta against. <laughs> this is supposed to be high
0: level. You want to see
1: highest. the highest level? With and Patrick Mahomes, with Patrick Mahomes, we're still going to watch Tyreek Hill. You already, you already got problems with the receivers. Kadarius Tony. Oh my what, uh, we're gonna do, and we have oh. what, what? What are you calling it, Chris? The prop picks. Uh, we'll prop ca- talk. We'll call it prop talk. We have prop, prop talk, talk before crosstalk. Prop talk before crosstalk. At 130, also that's coupled with our dog segment. I mean, over under two catches with Kadary. So can you imagine this man trying to catch a I'm football? He can't catch a football
0: in good weather. No. Nah, nah, no way. No way. There's no way. I didn't even think about that aspect of it either. I mean, yeah, the cheese receivers are already garbage. They're already bad. And to to throw snow on top of that, I mean Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll save it for prop talk. But Travis Kelsey, I'm guessing he's going to get fed a lot. And then Isaiah Pacheco slash Beef Stew, whatever, whoever yeah. uh, whatever you want to call him. Like, I think it's going to be a lot of heavy uh, run games. So maybe some Devon Achan on the other side as well.
1: Yeah. And you also have maybe Jeff tricky, Wilson Jr. You know? yeah, okay. Right. So, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what to expect out of that game. We're breaking down. All of the games this weekend, and hopefully, it's still entertaining. I'm sure it will be because football is pizza. It sure is. No such thing as bad pizza, no such thing as bad football. There also seems to be a bit of a blowout problem with the NBA. So, we will discuss why that is. If it's the back to back thing, what is the reason? What is the reason that this keeps happening? And you're just seeing some wild. Scores, so yeah, you have Adam Peters getting hired by the Commanders. Right, we were hearing Raiders at mm-hmm. first, so the Commanders thing, assuming the
0: Raiders, you know, were trying to hire him as well, is that interesting to you? Definitely, for sure, and I—it's not lost on me either. If you remember, I think it was earlier this week when, uh, when Washington said that they were hiring a a search committee for it who was one of the names on there but Bob Myers. I mean, Bob Myers, who, you know, has there's pictures of Bob Myers' sideline talking Mm -hmm. to John Lynch. I guarantee they've talked about before, like, hey, what kind of system do you have set up here? Mm -hmm. Who are some of the most important people in your system? And I'm sure John Lynch told them, well, Adam Peters is pretty much the straw that stirs the drink here. And so when I heard Bob Myers was going to be part of the search committee and then I heard Adam Peters was going to be one of the names they brought in, it just seemed to make a lot of sense that that was probably going to be one of the names that was going to get thrown to the top of the list. Because I mean, if, if Bob Meyer seriously was uh, as, as involved as it seemed in that search process, I mean, you would have to imagine that Bay area guy, a guy he's been familiar with uh-huh. in a team that's had crazy amount of success. It just kind of made way too much sense for that to go that direction. So we'll see, we'll talk about it later, but it's just, it's another uh Niners exec coach that's out the door that they're going to have to replace. And, in a weird way, I mean, when we asked, I think we asked Biederman about it earlier mm-hmm. this week. We've talked with uh, Nate about it a couple times. Again, it sounds to me like Adam Peters is a major, major part of what goes on with this Niners team in terms of yeah. the actual team building and the talent acquisition and talent evaluation. So is this a blow on top of losing D coordinators, on top of losing McDaniels as an OC a couple years ago? Is this going to be the the... Straw that breaks the camel's back, proverbally. Because, yeah. like, I at some point, it's really hard to replace super talented people with more super talented people. At yeah. some point, you're gonna make a misstep. Gotta get to a break when we
1: get back. Is there a blowout problem in the NBA? And if so, why? All that. And we'll open up the phone lines to hear from you on this Friday as the Kings take on the 76ers. Salz and Watkins, Sactown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Taking you up to 2 p.m. Kings got a game tonight. Taking on the 76ers in their East Coast extravaganza. Six, six. We've been, that's not the six.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's not the six. Seventy
1: 76 sixers. I'll I'll give you that one. And we've been looking forward to this. There was the the test a couple weeks ago back in yeah back in December where it was the Celtics and the Timberwolves didn't go so well. Did not. Sure didn't. Didn't go so well. Here's another one. Yep. And you got no no Joel Embiid, but honestly, it doesn't matter to me. You're still on the other side yep. of the country. These early starts, I know you've had a couple games doing them now, but this is still a really good team. Yeah, and we know we we've seen. I mean, you slept on the Pistons and you gave up 47. You were down by 20. Right. If you if you roll out any type of effort similar to that, you will get blown out the building. Sure. Joel Embiid or no Joel Embiid. Can so, we call
0: this like a quarter two midterm? Yes. Sure. Yes. Right. Yeah, like if that first one was like the. Well, I think we called it. It's more like a quarter one final, I mm-hmm. guess, looking back at it, which they failed uh, or got a it was C about minus a, yeah, or whatever. Uh at best. Uh, let's see if maybe this one's a little bit easier mm-hmm. because you don't have Joel Embiid, at least on the front end, but you still do have a pretty loaded Milwaukee team, yet a, a pretty flawed Milwaukee team, 5-5 five and five in their last 10, so not even playing their best mm-hmm. basketball. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a tough test, but at the same time, it's not a, a you know, peak performance kind of test. Yeah. We'll see how it goes.
1: And then after that, you have the Suns, who beat the Lakers handedly last night. After that, they have the Blazers, and then they will take on the Kings. So you would think a bit of a raise in competitiveness yes. when you get to the <laughs> yeah. Kings after the Blazers and no disrespect to the Blazers who have beat Woo. the Kings as yeah, well. We'll
0: talk about the Blazers. <laughs> you later. know? Yeah. We'll,
1: we'll talk about the Blazers. I don't know. They might need to go to, what is it in, in, in soccer and football? Where you need to drop down a level, you need to get yeah. relegated. Yes. You, you might be pretty close to that. Yeah. But by the way, they can't get relegated if the Pistons are hanging out that's and and great the point. and the Charlotte Hornets are hanging out as well. So yeah, that that's a team who the Suns. We know they can score the basketball. They're finally whole. Yeah. Okay. You got Grayson Allen saying goodbye to Emma Stone. We were not that's so we, random. I am sorry. We were not. Uh, I was not familiar. We were with this not game familiar at with all. your game. At so all. there, there you go, right there. So a nice test. For the Kings, they already took care of business on where they were supposed to. Can you keep it rolling? All guests and callers, join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop as we open up the phone lines, 916-339-1140. Let's get out to Ted, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Ted? You're on Styles & Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to be with you. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Yeah, so I don't know if I if I have actually a question. When it's all said and done, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I just want to kind of get into a, a conversation and maybe vent a little bit because I got, I I saw I I'd, I'd like to watch Inside the NBA when I can, mm-hmm. and I. But...
1: Oh no, Ted! What, what? happened? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, you just cut back. You're back. We got gotcha.
2: you. Oh, okay. Um, so I like I was, I was watching Inside the NBA. Just a little little video clip. That they were going over the current results of where all star uh, yeah the all star voting stands. I saw De'Aaron was listed eighth mm-hmm. among the backcourt in the West, and I was just blown away seeing John Morant is leading him, and I'm just like it blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, the guy has played five games. I don't know something crazy, and mm-hmm. he's still wrapped up hundreds of thousands of votes. Uh, I've I probably dropped at least twenty votes for De'Aaron so far. About the same for bonus. And Sabonis is even on the top ten mm-hmm. of the West, the uh, 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 front court, and so it just it bothers my mind. I always want to chalk it up to being a small market problem, but it really has not been a problem for OKC. No, no. Um, or
0: Tyrese Halliburton in Indiana. He's the number one vote getter in the East for guards.
2: Yeah, I'm even Chet Holmgren. I for, I forget if he was like he's nine uh, for eight, the front court. Eight, eight, nine, yeah. nine. And I'm just like, – so I'm just – I am frustrated that Sabonis doesn't get the love. If it needs more pull from just the just the, the basketball generic fan to really help boost these guys, it is – it's something – what is it that's not eye-catching about these guys, Kings guys? Uh, I was pleased to hear that Ernie um, in, in, on the show, inside the NBA, Ernie did name Fox and Sabonis as who he would put in the West mm-hmm. – uh, but they were kind of towards the end of the list. And it does just you – know, I leave my, such a scratch in my head as to what does it take to wow these guys or wow even just the the, the average fan uh, to get some more sacramental love so that where it's like a no-brainer. Oh, you've got to put these guys in. Right. right. You know what you, I mean? Yeah, yeah no. absolutely.
1: Thanks for the call, Ted. Happy Friday. It's, a great, it. it's a great Thanks. question. Great question,
2: yeah.
1: And we've talked about De'Aaron Fox, mm-hmm. okay, and the fact that he doesn't – his three-pointers, they're coming, right? But he, he, his hallmark, his calling card yeah. of he's not shooting from the logo and he's not dunking the basketball, which, by the way, I'm throwing out the window almost – because you have Shea Gilgis, who he doesn't do any of that stuff either. He doesn't really play above the rim. He can hit threes, but he's highlights. not a, a sharp yeah. shooter like that. His highlights are, you know, he's just kind of cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. So I, I do struggle to figure out what it is. I do think that the hype beast train is what's driving a, a Chet Holmgren. I just think OKC, okay, it's not fair to compare the small markets because what OKC has yes. that the Kings don't is they're younger. Yep. And they're, they're young are, and exciting. Yep. They're the hot young yep. team yep. that everybody wants to say, hey, we saw them coming. They're the pick. Yep. They're the pick. So everybody wants to hop on that hype train. The Kings just don't have that. And the way and Sabonis, honestly, Sabonis, is it fair? Is this fair? Is Sabonis to Jokic? Damian Lillard to Steph yeah sure absolutely I know Damian Lillard yeah. is a star but the way they play right yeah, like definitely Jokic the way he plays and he wins championships yeah. no he doesn't have highlights like that either besides the crazy wild threes right but you you drop that down just a smidge if Jokic wasn't in the league Sabonis I don't think would have this problem yeah but they already have their kind of do-it-all center that doesn't that is kind of ho-hum in the way not his numbers but the way he does things it's not as exciting as some of the other guys it just doesn't stand
0: out I mean Sabonis' numbers don't stand out as much because it doesn't seem extra extraordinary Mm -hmm. like what Sabonis does is extraordinary but what Jokic does is mind-breaking like he's got the triple doubles with 10 assists and you know he's playing center putting Mm -hmm. up triple doubles every night And, you know, Sabonis is only two triple doubles behind him, but it just doesn't feel as impactful. There's not as big of a separation from the rest of the group because you have guys like Jokic, or not guys, you have guy like Jokic out Mm -hmm. there. Um, definitely, it definitely takes it away, and yeah, I mean, there's a great NBA meme of you know Charizard is Jokic, yeah, Charmeleon right. is Sabonis, and Shangoon is Charmander, right? And yeah, for sure, in a different way, Steph and uh, Steph and Dame and Dame and and Trey Young or something right, like right. that, you and can Buddy Hield. He's like I'm kidding, he's, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's he's like still he was, in the uh, There are a bunch of people No, I am chamber.
1: I am joking. Yeah. I am joking. But he was supposed to come out he sure was. and be one of those he guys sure and, and he wasn't and you're always looking for him. But yeah, it's it's difficult. It's and interesting. I, I can see and that's why we keep asking the question, is it just OKC fans voting more than Sacramento fans?
0: Not at this rate. No. I mean when you have Shea getting one point seven million votes, like that's that's all, that's more than OKC. Like, yeah. that's that's national media. And a part of it, I think, is, you know, frankly, playoff success, too, plays a lot of it. Like, even Shea. Shea was in the playoffs when he was on the Clippers. He's been on the playoffs a couple times with OKC, that Chris Paul season. I think being in the playoffs is really where you get everybody's eyes on you. And, yes, De'Aaron was in the playoffs last year against Golden State, but that was for seven games. It's kind of, you know, in the, in the mind of the NBA – that's like three round. you know, by the time you're in the finals, it's like, oh yeah, that Kings Warrior series was fun a month and a half ago. So yeah. you've got to kind of, you got to be in the second round of the playoffs, knocking on the door of the third round of the playoffs to kind of be in the conversation for more than just a week and a half. If you're on or headlining NBA today for a month and a half instead mm-hmm. of a week and a half, then you're just going to be in front of people more often and they're going to be we just joked about it with with Grayson Allen, but we're going to be more familiar with your game as a nation, and so I think that's really what's plaguing Fox, and it's definitely plaguing Sabonis. I mean, Sabonis almost it's worked; it's completely worked against him because the only games a lot of the nation has seen from him are those seven Warrior games, and people were left uh, wanting a little bit more from those.
1: When you look at the two All Star, the All Star voting, and where everybody is, right. I think it's – I think you can look at everybody and everybody kind of has a a niche or a shtick. And, unfortunately, the, the Kings, they just don't have one. And, and, honestly, there's no real other way to put this other than if I go through this list of the guards – Right, you have Luca, who everybody loves. Luca, okay, he's the next coming yep. of of.
0: I mean, you also have international votes. Uh, international well. votes.
1: Steph is Steph. Shea Gildress is putting up crazy numbers. Yep. And can I say this just respectfully? Shea Gildress Alexander is very cool. He yeah. is. Oh yeah. He the way he dressed, and this is, Dude, this, is St- Style. this is not Alan. This is not washed up. No. No. Alan Styles no. talking. This is. This is who that audience yes. is, right? They like the fact that after he beats Steph Curry, yeah. he goes on Instagram and he posts highlights with a Drake type caption. Yes, and the
0: way he dresses, that stuff rings. Our guy, uh, our guy Hunter Patterson for the Athletic, mm-hmm. he writes a style like power ranking or style yeah. report at the end of every week. And I think last year I asked him like, "Who's your style uh, season of style MVP here?" And his answer was Shay. It matters. It matters. You have James Harden,
1: who—that's uh, a bit surprising to me. I guess James Harden just always is going to have a crew, even if— Oh, yeah. I thought a lot Shane. of people didn't like James Harden. Apparently, that's just not true. Kyrie, you, know, you
0: got Houston fans, and now you got L.A. fans working right. for him. No. Kyrie is Kyrie. Anthony Edwards, the hype beast. He's in a Netflix even him, movie. But then even Anthony Edwards, I would say, be more upset about. That's a one-seed team, mm-hmm. the— possible future face of the nba yeah and he's six
1: right john ja Morant is john ja Morant. I mean, some people think yeah. he's as influential or the most influential player i could saw be. this since alan iverson that's what, that's what i saw could be. that's what i saw as far as guards and the, how right. that's concerned and point in terms guards of culture and style in terms of culture like, and yeah, style yeah. de'aaron fox is eight you have devin booker at nine which is I think that plays into the fact that he's he plays against or he plays in Phoenix because I would expect Devin Booker to be he's a little a much bit bigger higher. Name than that. <laughs> right. And he, you know, he's with a Ke- Kendall Jenner or whoever right. it was, you would think he'd be a bit higher. Klay Thompson is Klay Thompson. You know yeah. Golden State, they're always gonna vote out. The front court is actually more confusing to me because Shen Goon at six when Sabonis isn't on there is is, is, is nuts to it's me. It's crazy. It's it nuts sense. to me. And
0: Houston to yeah. me is a good You can even have market. guys like Kyle saying, like, oh no, Shangun deserves to be an all-star. And like, yeah, Houston is a bigger market than Sacramento. But even then, I wouldn't say, okay, let me guess Alpern shang is is sixth. That's insane. That's sixth. That's insane. Man. That's yeah. way too much hype. And Shangun's played great. This isn't meant to be to demean Shang-Gun at all. It's just Sabonis is a lot better, and it's more just if that guy's getting the attention for what he does, so much so that he's sixth, mm-hmm. how can Sabonis, who's matching, if not much exceeding what shang doing, how is he not even getting an honorable mention? Like, no. you get him at nine or right. ten, at the very least. I mean, Carl we'll Anthony still Towns about it, in
1: Minnesota, people it. roast Carl Anthony Stop Towns it. all the time, Stop it. and he's at ten. So, something's not adding up to me. You gotta go out and continue to vote, but... Honestly, it, yeah, it just seems like it's not going – it's going to happen for Sabonis, but it's not yep. going to happen from the fans. Let's not forget, yep. this is only 50%. Yes. so I think
0: they only take the top three, too. So.
1: Right. So, to, to Ted and to everybody that's kind of worried about it, Sabonis should get in, but it's just a matter yeah. of the fans – not voting him in or not or not having that 50%. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we see you, Phil. We'll get to you, and we want to break down the blowouts in the NBA. Is it a problem, and why is it happening? Stiles and can Sacktown Sports.
0: Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports.
1: Styles and Watkins, Sactown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Don't worry, we'll get into trade talks. There are murmurs that are murmuring, and we will get into what we are hearing.
0: Sources are sourcing.
1: Sources are sourcing. Also on the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline, calls are calling. 916-339-1140. Mm-hmm. Man, sure Let's get are. out to Phil. Who's been waiting through the break? What's up, Phil? What you got for us, Thousand Watt in Sacktown Sports? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good, good. What you got?
0: So I got a theory on why there's so many blowouts in the NBA this year. Okay. Oh, yes, we'd love to hear it. All right. So last year you were able to rest your players,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Like our back-to-backs and everything. Maybe this year they're resting their players, but they're playing them, telling them to take it easy, and that's why there's so many blowouts. Hmm. Yeah. Theory. Yeah, that's a good theory, Phil. And even if it's not that they are, I guess, because I've always thought that LeBron will rest during games, but even if it's not that they're resting during games, it could just be the fact that because of this new rule in the all-NBA stuff, they're just playing more, right? (laughs) Maybe they're not even telling them to not play as hard. Maybe it's just happening organically because they're playing more because they're not resting as much. So that's a great call, Phil, as we discussed these two games last night. And the Kings have been on a bad side of it, and we've given the Kings a lot of grief. I haven't sat down, and we know the Kings, I think, going into this week, were the only team above five hundred with a negative point differential. They no longer have that, but they did. So even though we were trying to figure out, okay, is this a – Around the league thing, or is this a Kings thing? It was still more of a King's thing. Yes. But it does seem to be an issue. And the reason we bring this up is because the Celtics had to go Minnesota mm. and then Milwaukee back to back. Yeah. And they got the, and they started their guys and they ended up resting them anyway because they got their doors absolutely blown off. Yeah. It was 132 to 102, and it was. Even worse than that throughout yeah. the
0: game. I think Tatum played like 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, something bad like that. So you have that situation. This other situation, hey, which isn't isn't connected to the back to backs, is that the Blazers lost. And yeah, and if <laughs> if you're if you're driving, just hold on. This is not uh, this is not us making a mistake. If you're listening on YouTube, shout out to our SAC Chat, by the way. Wherever you're listening right now or watching us, this is not a typo. The Blazers lost to the Thunder. 139 to 77. Mm. 139 to 77. Mm. 60 points. 62. 62 case. points. You have and I don't <laughs> even know why they threw Scoot Henderson under the bus. They, they said Scoot Henderson posted the worst Plus minus in NBA history during their sixty two point loss to the Thunder.
0: You don't deserve He that, was a dude. minus fifty six. Second worst. Second worst plus minus. Second worst. He's a minus fifty six. Fifty six. Come on. Come on. Put some respect on his name. Sorry, Scoot. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sorry, man. They are, yeah. I mean that's that's um. That's not good, right? That's mm. that's not a uh, that's not really NBA quality, um, and that's what makes it so frustrating that the Sacramento Kings have uh, have made, made both of those games against the Blazers yep. interesting ones. That's right, and uh, you know it's it's. Uh, it's not great. That's just not great. I don't, I don't really have much. I, I would love to hear what Portland radio has to say on a day like that. What do you?
1: I mean, you're the, just talking about Pete Carroll, I, I guess. Know. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's up north.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just, just talking to some Pete Carroll, maybe yeah. some uh, Portland Pilots. That's right, or something like that. Because that is that is bad. Mm-mm, there's nothing
1: there. And yeah, the the quick answer now. That's let's go get it, Jeremy
0: Grant though, right?
1: Yeah, let's go get Jeremy. Gr- yeah. Okay, enough. Sorry. I don't know. Can you just continue to say it is not Jeremy Grant the player? It's Jeremy Grant the contract. Can you say
0: that? Um, Yeah, sure. I mean, the player is not perfect either. I can't. I just people can't. People love with you. Jeremy, Grant, I like Jeremy Grant. I like Jeremy. Grant. I like Jeremy Grant, but people. love now, I don't Jeremy think you Grant. even like Jeremy Grant. I do. I like the player, Jeremy. I love Jeremy Grant, the role player. We're but this Jeremy Grant played last the night. He did. He tell me sure he did. Please, no, no, he sure did. I don't did. think he did. No, he I don't, know, sure no, did. No, no, Played no, no, 24 no. <laughs> minutes and he was a minus 40. No, I don't
1: think was he a did. Minus 40. Uh, I'm not sure that he played last night.
0: I'll have to check that myself. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. Go ahead though. Bring him over. He's he's going to be the answer. That's not on Jeremy Grant. I mean, he's getting paid by far the most, so he, he should he should have some say in it, I would hope, you know? I, I do just, something. Well just can you just stop saying that you like Jeremy Grant? I like Jeremy Grant, you the don't. role player. I like Jeremy Grant when he was back in uh in Denver way, way, way back. All right. Then man. all of a sudden he started shooting the ball and I was like, My goodness, this guy <laughs> does not stop. Yeah.
1: i c <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. 139-77, yep. they all get blame. I mean, 62 That's wild. points. That's
0: wild. That's wild. That's insane. you got to leave at that point. That's got to be the You've worst of the leave. season, right? It has to be. I, it has to be. It has to be. There's no way. I mean, there's no way a team can... I mean, That's, especially with how teams hit threes nowadays, it's like, come on, like... 70 And to finish with 77 is like, that's almost more insane than getting blown out yeah. by 62. Jamie Grant had nine points. It's like, at least let it be a pacer game. Let At least let it be like 100 to 162. But to only put up 77, y'all aren't
1: even showing up. I think that's what's scary about the Thunder team is they're not a young team that it's all one guy. They distribute the basketball so well. And you look at this box score, and yes, they, they beat the brakes off the... The Blazers, obviously, yeah. but Dort. So
0: f- I'm sorry, but like, what is Chauncey Billups doing? What has Chauncey Billups done his entire time in Portland? I have not understood that even a little bit. He's, he's big shot Billups. He sure
1: is. He you sure know? is. And he he won't. He probably won't be there very much longer. They just want to get them to respectable, and sure. they'll let him go Bye. when they underperform, and then they'll bring somebody else. Yep. That's how it works in coaching. It's the same thing with with Monty Williams out right. there. They don't expect him to. To completely turn it around, right. we're paying you to make us respectable, yep. and when you hit your ceiling, we'll move forward. So Dort eleven points, Jalen will. I like Jalen I Williams a lot. Twenty one points, Chet nineteen, mm. Giddy thirteen, Shea thirty one.
0: Giddy had a triple double too, didn't he?
1: Yes, he did. Wow. Yes, he did. Trey man eleven. That's what's scary about that team. When when the when the Kings want to blitz somebody and get the ball out of somebody's hands, they say okay. Yeah. Because they got ball handlers and they're all long. They don't have that 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 strapping seven footer, right? Because because Chet is a little slight, right? It's but the at the thing. same time, that that's how they play. But Kings continue to say it. two and zero. Kings two and zero against them. One of those wins without De'Aaron Fox. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we are talking about the coaching carousel and also the change in management. For the Niners with Adam Peters out. How important is it for the Niners to get it done this season? Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.
0: Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe.
1: Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. With Nate Littlefield behind the glass, doing a great job for us as always. Have some Giants news here from Jeff Passan. Breaking, I don't know if it's, I would call it breaking, but Jordan Hicks and the San Francisco Giants are in agreement on a four-year, $44 million contract. A source familiar with the deal tells ESPN, Hicks is 27, is expected to work as a starter after spending the majority of his career in the bullpen. Now, that is the kicker for me right there. Jordan Hicks, I believe he's with the Cardinals for a while, then most recently with the Blue Jays. This is from Alex Pavlovich. Jordan Hicks is fascinating. He has thrown five innings just once in the big leagues. But it was against the Giants two years ago. Two years ago. And he was sitting at 99 in the fifth inning. Yeah, we know he throws cheddar. Mm. We know he throws gas. It's risky. This is Alex again. It's risky, but you can see why they're intrigued.
0: I think he throws gas, and I think he can be a good pitcher, but... Yeah, I, is way, this the point where the Giants are at now, though, where they have to? I mean, I, I don't know how big of a risk you would say, but like you know, this is this is where they're at. Here's the
1: here's I think the problem, and this is what people this is why people have gotten on the Giants because I think if you read that to me, what this tells me is that the word starter is not what it used to mean, mm. and the ogs of the world. aren't. That can't stand how the Giants right, platoon. The openers, right? Th- that's what I'm looking at here. If you've never thrown, if you have only thrown over five innings once, right. And it was two years ago, and you- and now you're you're 27. You're in your prime. Don't get me yeah. wrong. They're not. They're not thinking that Jordan Hicks is going to throw more than six right. innings here. It's just an extent. You know what I mean? That because o- that was a farhan-led thing,
0: wasn't it? It that was. wasn't necessarily a thing. It wasn't decision. a Kapler thing.
1: Yeah. I never thought it was a Kapler thing. So I think that hey, he's going to be a starter for mm-hmm. us, but. Jordan Hicks is not going to be throwing into the ninth inning. He's mm. not going to be throwing complete games. So that's how I read that. It's just a, an extended opener that we feel like we can use, and if it doesn't work, right. he can throw cheddar Moving out of the into bullpen. The bullpen. Right. That, that's how I see it. So Giants making some moves here. They're in on some folks. They're
0: out on some folks. Glad that they actually got somebody signed. They got somebody. <laughs> they had to promise. Too many some... rumors, and then yeah. ah, and next day they end up signing. With, that's well, right. We, did, we just Cubs, did the Marcus Stroman thing yeah, Oh the yeah, other Marcus day.
1: Stroman, who we spoke about yesterday, I believe. Marcus Stroman signed with the Yankees, I believe, two years. So Marcus Stroman is off off the, the board as well. So you get a Jordan Hicks. And all you had to do is tell somebody who's never started before, never thrown more than five innings besides one time, yep. that you can come and start for us. Yep. That's that's how the Giants have to get guys nowadays. So hopefully hopefully that works out for the Giants had to get to Real that quick, news. Real quick, in yeah. a weird
0: way. That's kind of the fear for the Malik Monk free agency to mm. turn it back to the Kings is yeah. somebody looks at Malik and says, Hey man, like we can pay you similar, if not more money than you're getting in Sacramento. And we're willing to offer you a starting role. Yeah, Is that more intriguing than going back to Sacramento, a situation you're familiar with mm-hmm. and, you know, have some relationships there, have some comfort there. It's kind of, I mean, you could see how, yeah, a dude would say, Uh, i'd be down to to kind of especially again you know jordan hicks 27 malik 25 years old now is kind of the time to take that 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 leap try if you're if it's ever going to happen for you it's probably going to happen now of course you know jordan with the starter and malik with the starter is a little bit different but to me it's a it's a similar kind of negotiation possibly
1: yeah so good on the giants for getting somebody definitely you got to take risks and and I'm not I'm not a Giants fan who's just gonna complain. I think some fans in general, not just Giants fans, some sports fans, they like to complain. They make it their identity. I'm just gonna complain about everything the GM does. I'm gonna complain about everything my team does, and that's just fun to me. I'm not one of those Giants fans. I just wanna I, I'm just more of a guy who I just wanna see it on the field. Yeah. right. And and we can sit here and we can speculate, whatever big names are still around, still go get a Cody Bellinger, still go get some guys. I, I think Matt Chapman, you get to you know, you were you were in Oakland, and you balled out. You've yep. cooled off got a bit. that Bob
0: Melvin experience.
1: Exactly. You got your money. Okay, now come back and, and have a kind of resurgence in your career. I mean, you signed Evan Longoria, who, God bless him, he was still playing. He yeah. was in the World yeah, Series.
0: I couldn't believe that. I couldn't. He was lost when he came to the Giants. I know, it's so crazy. That was four or five years ago. And he was, like, starting – like, he was playing – an everyday guy. Oh, my God. Well, he wasn't
1: everyday for the Diamondbacks, but he was getting starts in the playoffs. Yeah. So, you never know who can work out for you. And it's all about windows, which is where we want to take this conversation with Adam Peters, now head of football ops for the Commanders, leaving his assistant GM job. For the 49ers. And here we have a list, Chris, of who the who the Niners have lost yeah. within this kind of this yes. run Nate, so far. also
0: feel free to chime in here if I forgot Yeah, on this. You've list. Lost, this was all off the top of my head. Here.
1: Right. Mike McDaniels, Damico Ryans, Robert Sala, Adam Peters, Rand Carthen. And this is the first time, or not the first time, but the coaching is one thing. Mm-hmm. Now we're going up top. And Now we're going to the people that do the grocery shopping, okay? You have those who cook the meal, the coaches. Then you have the people that go grocery shopping for you. And if you're not picking the right products, that meal might not be as good. And that's how I look at this because the more this starts to happen – do you feel like you can continue to keep your head above water? Chris, they got to win this thing this year. I'm just
0: telling you, it's man. It's getting close, man. It's definitely, it's definitely. I mean, a move like losing Adam Peters feels like it's definitely shrinking that window, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, especially with how the Niners are, are built right now with all of the the high salaries and all that, and you got guys like Trent Williams who might be on his, his way out, not this year, but maybe right. after next year. You got to replace those guys at some point. And, you know, yeah, if you're losing the guy, like you're saying, who buys the groceries – you could see how you know the guy, the next guy who comes in might not be as talented, or might have to go through some lumps before he gets to the point where he's at the level that where the Niners are are expected to be at. It's just tough, man. It's it's really tough. And I thought, you know, after they lose D'Amico Ryan's last uh, last off season, I was like, how many times can you change just the defensive coordinators and have it continue to work out? And, and I guess you know a little bit with uh, with. Uh, uh, Steve Wilkes, they didn't really overhaul the defense. It was more of, hey, this is what we do. I need you to become accustomed with what we do. So maybe that's the answer is they're just going to have their built-in systems and the people who come in are going to have to learn the Niners way instead of them implementing their own way. But at some point, I mean, I I brought up the Bill Belichick example. At some point, you just get picked off enough. The vultures come and pick off the body parts, and then all you're left with is the carcass. And it's like... That's why Bill Belichick's got his son as the whatever defensive coordinator. It's because at some point you just need to get guys who it's like, I know he's not going to leave. And, you know, it, it does feel like with success comes the vultures. And, and yeah, I mean, the Niners have lost their OC. They've now lost two defensive coordinators, possibly a third coming up, and now an assistant GM. At some point it's going to be too much. Got to get to a break when we get back. There's a team back east that might have
1: just what the Kings need. Styles and Watkins, Town Sports.